Hello and welcome to Yours Mentally, a podcast that discusses issues that we all have on our mind but are too afraid to speak on. Our podcast is a safe space for anyone who wants to discover more about and improve their mental well-being. On today's episode of Yours Mentally, we have with us Simar Makkar, who is an emotional intelligence coach, a master neurolinguistic practitioner, a life coach, and an author. We're so happy to have you, Simran. So today, where we talk about teen relationships and infatuations, Simar, uh, my first question to you is: What's the difference between love, infatuation, and a crush? Well, I mean that's a very good question because nowadays we've actually lost our meaning of what actual love is. So basically, I would say, I would start with crush. Crush becomes a part of infatuation, or you can say, crush and infatuation are synonyms of each other. The reason uh, behind is that they are very temporary in nature. and it's it's like when we see somebody and we just uh started uh, or we start liking that person just because what we see at the outside of that person i would call it as a physical attraction or maybe you just look at one feature something like eyes nose or lips so you you suddenly have that belongingness to that person and the reason why we Uh, develop that temporary feeling is because that is something missing in us. So that's the reason we like that part in the other person. Uh, or there could be another reason is that we have been longing, or we. So everybody has a desire, right? That my partner should look like this, or my uh, spouse should look like this. So that's the reason we suddenly have that crush or infatuation for that one particular person who has that one feature or one aspect, and that's very temporary in nature because we see the outside part of that particular personality. Whereas love, I would say, is a very deep desire. wherein we understand the opposite person we understand the other person with full awareness and when i say awareness it means when we fully decide that yes we are ready to put in ourselves into this relationship now when i say a deep desire or awareness or i say fully putting ourselves into that relationship is i mean when you fully accept yourself as well as the other person with their flaws with their uh, right right uh, rightiness and uh, with their personality traits everything it's like a full package that you are mm. ready to you are yeah. ready to be with this person no matter what the situation is it's called the yeah. other the other word or a very formal term that i would give to this love is the unconditional love that's a deep desire yeah yeah so before i move on to my next question i just wanted to ask do you think in a way your crush or infatuation is the first step to falling in love with someone uh i to to some extent i agree with this simran that crush or infatuation is the first step because that actually helps us in knowing that okay this is what we want it's yeah. it creates an awareness in us and it's a very healthy sign it's it's not a bad thing at all it's a very positive sign and it gives you a uh, a validation okay you are normal and this is the feeling that you are getting when you see 
uh, something in the other person and this is something that attracts you so for the next time or for the same person you know this is something that i'm yeah. looking for and this is a desire that i have that my future partner would look like this or should look like this or should have this quality so i think it's the first initiator that your body responds to something so it's then, yeah, it's a good sign yeah. but then what's the difference between having a crush on someone say maybe your age and like a celebrity crush like why do why do people have celebrity crushes like do they actually develop feelings towards them later on or what is it so uh, uh that's what i said in the previous question also we develop a crush for something or someone that particular thing or a skill or a trait is missing in ourselves so we suddenly develop a crush uh, on somebody say for example who has very good communication skills mm-hmm. right so uh, maybe we develop a crush on somebody who who uh, is uh, very convincing right mm-hmm. and he can talk to anybody at any point of time so that's this is something that you don't have and that's the reason you you find that attractive that how can a person do like this how can you do this yeah right? so so that's the first instinct so we and and that's true we find we always find a partner uh on the basis of what we don't have and that's why we go on with the statement that uh we feel complete when you when when we f- find somebody uh of our com- compatibility so that's that's the thinking that we that's the words that we use right mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it's it's a very but, yeah yeah but like doesn't that raise the bar and so, uh, so, and isn't that like something negative because like say if i have mm-hmm. and obviously then that means i'm looking for someone who can sing well mm-hmm. but what if i don't find someone my age or say maybe one two years older than me who i maybe may have a crush on but she's not a singer she might have every quality that you know i may look in for a girl but she's not a singer does that somewhere uh, low like you know does that somewhere stop me from liking her isn't that isn't that a negative thing if i no it's it's i would say it's a kind of an appreciation right you're liking somebody because of something that you like in her so that's okay uh it would be negative when you are too obsessive about this and when you can't stop thinking about it or when you yeah. just keep daydreaming about somebody or something that that mm-hmm. is negative i would say a crush is if we if we consider the positive aspect a crush is always when you appreciate a skill or a feature or a trait in somebody else and because you like that particular trait uh, in or feature in that person that's the reason you start liking that person but when you become too obsessive about it that leads to what we saw in few of the bollywood movies like dar uh where in the sh- mm. that where sharukh khan yeah. developed a, a severe obsession uh about juhi chawla so that that's a negative trait yeah okay so my next question is um is physical intimacy an important part of a relationship so uh simran according to me uh every relationship goes through different stages yeah okay and when 
and physical intimacy is a very initial mm-hmm. or i would say a first stage wherein you like to have that intimacy with the opposite person because you want to feel that comfort or you want to feel that closeness to that person yeah right but down the line when that need is fulfilled or you're done with it and uh, you you move on to the next stage wherein it's just the understanding and being with each other understanding each other sharing with each other becomes more priority yeah rather than physical intimacy so physical intimacy is very short lived but um so what that what is the difference then between me having a friend who <laughs> understands me and me having a boyfriend who understands me because isn't physical intimacy the differentiating factor in a way so uh though uh once you start sharing once you come to that stage of sharing and understanding and accepting each other's flaws with your partner yeah I, right there will there will always be a gap between what you share with your friend and what you share with your partner definitely right and that's and obviously when you when you have that understanding with your partner uh, simran i myself have experienced this you will not be comfortable sharing it with a friend also because you are getting that yeah. comfort you're getting that understanding with your partner itself yeah wherein you don't have to filter your thoughts wherein you don't have to filter your conversations before sharing it with your partner yeah yeah because you don't you don't think that way okay what is he thinking about me if i share with him with this or what if he tells you don't have that agenda in your head when you're sharing it with your partner yeah true yeah? true i would not uh, say that this comes immediately but this comes slowly and slowly once you cross the physical intimacy part also but that doesn't mean that the physical intimacy part completely dies out of the relationship and yeah. that is also very important but then because of the different stages in life it goes uh, like in a balanced way hand in hand with each other yeah yeah so simmer uh, i want to ask you do you think it's do you think it's bad to give physical intimacy a lot of importance like say your relationship is 100% there is a hole 100% and you're giving say 30 to 40% importance of physical intimacy do you think that's wrong or do you think that's right uh, considering you're somewhere between 17 to 20 years old so uh, uh aman i i think there's that's what i said in the previous uh, question also that there is a stage to everything right so it is hmm. not bad it's just the priority so what happens is half of the breakups happened or half of the misunderstandings happened between the relationship is because of the reason that both the uh, i would say both the people or both the parties <laughs> uh uh expect different things from each other they have different priorities it's because right. that they are not able to express or communicate what exactly is there at the back of their head that's the reason the misunderstandings happen and this is one of the primary reason because what happens is uh mostly men tend to have a tendency to uh inclined towards the physical intimacy as compared to the women here mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. and and uh men would want that comfort zone as compared to the women also so women are uh, not uh, that close to physical intimacy aspect as compared to women uh, men mm-hmm. okay but 
it's 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 because we are not able to understand each other that this is a gender difference this is a priority difference and that's the reason the misunderstandings and the breakups happened yeah and and in our country because the physical intimacy has been uh has been all always uh, kept inside and uh there was no open discussions about them and that's the reason it's a big issue when somebody discusses also and because of this fact uh there are people who are still not able to express uh sorry not able to express uh what exactly their definition of physical intimacy means yeah yeah because it was never open it has always been behind the sheets it has always been behind the curtains because our parents also never discussed openly with us yeah right. that's so, the reason it's considered a bad thing or a negative thing right talk about parents i just remembered uh mm-hmm. why do you think parents are against children being in relations at their young age like many parents are just not okay with it and you know they're like i don't think you should be in this relationship they'll make the child break up i've heard stories where they make the child break up or they don't let the child meet the boyfriend very often and or the girlfriend very often and stuff like that why do why do you think parents do that because aman it's the mindset that our country is living in mm-hmm. and it's because our par- from generations to generations our mindsets our parents have been brought up in such an environment wherein uh, we uh, they never had relationships or our grandparents never had relationships and that's the reason some of us also till date listen to examples like we never saw each other when we got married mm-hmm. so that's a deep desire when you uh, form into love after marriage but why parents are parents are not against it but because uh, there's too much of uh, going on in the external environment and you would see that uh, if so if there are more uh, relationships happening but there are more breakups also happening mm-hmm. and the reason for these breakups are comparison comparison is the worst thing and that's the only reason uh, the breakups the, yeah, the amount yeah. uh, the ratio of the breakups have increased because for example if i have a boyfriend i would when i am in a relationship i will always compare okay my friend had a different kind of a boyfriend and i had made a picture of that kind of a person yeah. when i put myself into relationship i i failed to understand that these are two different personalities and my aim is to accept the one who i've accepted to put myself into relationship with and what happens is why are parents against it because they can't see their children uh going through such a difficult time because when they break up egos also increase revenge increase jealousy increase hatred increase all these factors come along with the breakups right mm-hmm. and at at the yeah. in, at the stage wherein as a teenager wherein we should think about a future we are already uh, we've already put ourselves into anxiety depression and all these revengeful activities wherein we because we had a breakup and we think now we will never get anybody in our life that's the reason yeah. parents also have to see that w- what can i do now 
तो आई वुड नॉट से पेरेंट्स आर अगेंस्ट इट बट आई वुड से दैट द पेरेंट्स वॉन्ट द चिल्ड्रन टू फोकस ऑन द करियर एस्पेक्ट फर्स्ट एंड दैट गोज हैंड इन हैंड yeah true so do you think um that there is there is like a right age to fall in love i would not say that there is any right age to fall in love but whenever you fall in love you should be matured enough to uh understand that whether it's the desire that you have you are having inside or is it no. the kind of the freedom that you had always wanted to so uh, to be very honest i would i today i, I just handled a therapy case wherein uh, there was this uh, uh, couple who are in love with each other but uh, there was some misunderstandings yeah. uh, going on so i i i came to the fact yeah. i realized the fact that why suddenly when everything was going well and suddenly became a little difficult because of the fact that girl was the girl was always looking for freedom that because yeah. now i'm in a relationship i will get married and now i'll be free right so yeah. i would say before deciding that it's love i think you should cross all the stages right from whether it's a crush yeah. or infatuation or it's it's the freedom that you are wanting or it's it's a some kind of a physical desire or a physical intimacy so once you cross yeah. all the all those stages then you see whether you are whether you want to continue with that person or not yeah so when you say freedom what do you mean because i know a few people that don't want to be in relationships because they feel that they will compromise on their freedom because uh uh in a in a country especially here when where we we have been seeing a lot of male dominance since the past few years right so yeah. what happens is it's very easy for a women as a gender to give themselves more as compared to men and they get hurt yeah. also very easily because women are uh, women are more emotional than men and they're very expressive also yeah. so uh, because of this what happens is uh, they they dwell themselves into so many emotions and because yeah. they don't want to go through that hurtful process right they think that yeah. all our freedom has been taken away now why do i have to ask somebody and by the time they realize yeah. this they think why were they even doing this all this while yeah i have seen people uh who were in relationship for 8 years 9 years and they broke off and this and they were like we we wasted our our teenage life in just putting ourselves into this stupid relationship wherein i had to go and ask everything from my boyfriend whether i should do this or not right so yeah so, so, yeah. so basically uh i think this is where insecurities come in right exactly uh, so do you think insecurities are a right thing to have at in at like any aspect of it just do you think insecurity is a right thing to have and why do the girl or the guy or both of them why do they have insecurities in relationships like if you like say if they were friends before they were in a relationship i don't think they kind of had any problems with each other doing anything but as soon as they get in a relationship you will see just you know hundreds of problems arising if both of them have insecurities if they are like not mature enough i'd say 
yeah so insecurities come with ego aman mm-hmm. so when we have that ego in us automatically that ego will, will divide itself into five to six emotions wherein you will compare you will have jealousy you will have love you will have hatred and then you will have insecurity also mm-hmm. it's just that what which emotion takes you over at that point of time yeah. so insecurity is the worst enemy uh insecurity is also the result wherein you don't trust your partner whatever that partner is doing yeah and and i think the very f- basis of any relationship is trust and trust comes with accepting the other person the way it is accepting their work accepting their lifestyle accepting their personality whenever you put yourself into a relationship the first thing that comes that should come is that nobody will change anything about themselves you should continue with the same kind of personality you are and that's the deep love right yeah so um yeah insecurities do come up and because of jealousy and all of that but what if there is trust between two partners but what the partner is insecure about is the kind of friends their um boyfriend or girlfriend hangs around with what if they don't trust the friends and that's why they feel as if you know they feel insecure about their partner like more even more, more to is the uh, end of worried insecure than jealous or insecure yeah like safety yeah what about that so in, in that case i think uh, you shouldn't invite your boyfriend also to one of the get togethers that you have with your friends and then maybe it becomes easy for him to accept your friend circle also because you are also accepting yeah. his friend circle right so yeah. i think why not invite your partner also to one or two of the get togethers that you have with your friends and maybe that becomes a little easy for you to settle them down yeah true right so uh would you would you say that uh when insecurities come into relationship do you think that is like a sign of a toxic relationship and do you think that's also a sign for you to get out of that relationship or like should the people like the partners talk it out but even after talking it out say things don't change do you think it's a sign to leave that relationship exactly so if the insecurity is not solved there and then and nothing is happening with no amount of transparent communication that you are having with your partner then even if you uh, ignore it for a certain while but it will come back so the real reason the root cause of any problem has to be discussed but if nothing works i think that leads to toxicity hmm. and that should be res- if it's not being resolved then i think it's a sign that you sh- you should do something about the relationship but does that go both ways in the sense that one person may not be willing to stop being insecure about something mm-hmm. and one person may not be willing to compromise so does that become toxic or does, like do they both have to incorporate a change in a way so so for example if uh, if if a girl is insecure about uh, the kind of people uh, her her boyfriend is meeting or going for travel for work etc etc right yeah. and if after communication also if if she is still being insecure and no no amount of resolve has been made so what's the point of being in a relationship when you have to be disturbed all the time yeah right and then then it doesn't make sense 
then the girl has to decide in this case that what is exactly that she wants from a relationship or yeah. what is her what is her definition of a true uh, love or whatever she wants in a relationship yeah and do you do you think that you know say so in the beginning you mentioned that you look in for a person who you have a crush on or say eventually you start dating them because they had certain characteristics but like you know we all change over time right we can't be the same person we were 2 years back we obviously change over time and say 2 years down the line you don't have that trait that that person saw in you mm-hmm. do you think that's the reason for your partner to leave you because you don't have that trait anymore because you're not the same person they met 2 years ago so we we evolve every year aman and hmm. our, our relationship also evolves every year right and we may change also as a personality every year hmm. but it's about accepting the new changes in the other person because this is for sure that we don't marry a person or we don't uh, uh choose a person on the basis of one skill set only hmm. right it's the combination of the desires that we have in mind that uh, helps us in deciding that what kind of a person we want right so even if that particular trait is no more there in a person but we but we know that instead of uh, that particular trait there is a new change that we see in a in a in a partner so that's about accepting that's about loving the person the way they are every day Right. right and would you say that if both the partners change together in a way mm-hmm. that that's that's a good thing because they're growing together yeah yeah it's okay. it's about accepting each other every day i would say uh with new skills with new changes and that's and that's what and that's how they they develop couple goals also yeah okay. right okay So one more thing before I end this, I want to ask you: uh, Do you think it's necessary? Like, okay, this is specifically in uh, with regards to your teen years. Mm-hmm. Say your say one of the partners in the relationship is doing something, mm-hmm. and the other one is not very supportive of it because it's in what that partner is doing, like any kind of work or just whatever, is in some way affecting the relationship. So do you think that's a Do you think the partner who's having a problem with it is the less understanding one, or do you think the person who's doing the work or whatever that person is doing has to sort of level down what they're doing and you know maybe try to uh, sort of you know comfort their partner and just be more free than he or she already is? Do you think that's a good thing, or do you think the partner needs to understand and support that other partner in whatever they're doing? So, uh, f- the very first thing is that. uh the partner who is not understanding should be brought uh, up or should be leveled up and uh be explained that what is the what are the advantages or what is the reason behind that the other partner wants to carry out this particular work mm-hmm. the partner who who is already at the evolvement stage should not bring him selves or herself down because uh this will feed the ego of the other person who is not supporting 
and right. it's not necessary that both the partners should evolve at the same time it takes time and it's all about the journey of understanding each other's role and their work as well so it's about supporting each other no matter whichever stage you are at only the transparent communication helps in solving all these uh, communication issues what is disturbing what is not disturbing it's it's just the communication that helps in growing each other together hmm right yeah, yeah. that's quite a good good episode yeah it's a great episode <laughs> quite a few personal questions were answered i feel <laughs> uh, so to everyone who's listened uh, who's australian has listened to us thank you so much for listening uh, simar thank you for being with us thank you aman thank you simar thank you and sim uh, if anyone wants to reach out to simar her details will be in the description i'll see you in the next episode bye